Welcome to the God Chosen Podcast. Today is going to be a great day. We have a special guest. Um, I'll have him introduce him, introduce himself here in a second. But I uh, just want to welcome you guys. Um, if you guys love episodes or, or uh, like episodes like this, let me know. Hit me up on Instagram, Brandon underscore Lee underscore Atwell. Um, and if you would like to come on and have a conversation like uh, the one you're about to hear, just um, hit me up and we can try to schedule some. We can try to get a conversation. Um, yeah, go ahead. Uh, this is going to be a longer episode. Let's go ahead and get right on into it. Hello. Hey, Brandon. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, we're just going to start it off. Uh, if you just want to go ahead and, and just, you know, introduce yourself before uh, we, we get to talking. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Pastor Dave Rensel. Uh, I pastor Abundant Life Church in Ontario, Ohio, and uh, have had the privilege of uh, knowing Brandon for a little over two years now and uh, love this guy. How, how's your how's your day been so far? Man, things are good. Uh, of course, it's a little chilly outside with the weather, but uh, you know what? Uh, it's been good. It's, uh, it's it's a good day to be alive. How about you? How things going? Yeah, with you? <laughs> that's for definitely been a a great day to be alive. I know I woke up and I saw a text message from my dad, and I had a blessed conversation with my dad for an hour long. He had a prophetic dream last night, and oh. I was in it. So he just um shared that with me. It was beautiful. Kind of showed me where I was at and what I need to be aware of. You know, that's just, that's just how, how good God is, right? God works to the body. God doesn't need to sit here and, 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 and reveal to me every single thing about me. I think it's very important. And I love that God gave a dream to my dad because now my dad has something he can pray about for me. Right. It's just important that, that, that we hold and, 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 and we come together as a body, right. As, as a family, how, how we was, meant to be but uh yeah god god's good and you know just just wake up and 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 be thankful for for the breath in our lungs and yeah god's good but uh but yeah yeah um i just wanted to also ask a question you know i know you said it was it was cold and stuff over there Uh, how's how's the weather been over there in ohio have you guys been uh, having uh much snow lately well luckily for us we have not had any snow really some flurries this morning but nothing accumulative to uh you know, make uh, make me wish I was living in Florida. <laughs> uh, I know. I pray that that God takes me somewhere over there one day. That'd be beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So it's things are good. Hey, speaking of your dad, uh, I don't know if uh, some of your listeners know, but you know, God has really been challenging him, and he has been, uh, you know, stepping up uh, to you know some of this vlogging and um, podcasting and has started uh, his own YouTube channel, speaking things about God. And I will, I'll tell you, that has been a, uh, a leap of faith for him and being able to speak what's on his heart. And to those, uh, you know, your dad definitely has a testimony um, in his life, uh, what God has, uh, you know, brought him through and has uh, been able to be more than a conqueror. And, uh, and so that is uh, super encouraging. Um, and then, of course, uh, your listeners that are listening right now, uh, I think, what, this may be your sixth, maybe eighth episode? No, nah, this is like the 11th. I'm telling you, time's been flying. Yes. Wow, I can't believe That's it. what I'm saying. 11 yeah. episodes have been out. And <laughs> yeah, one thing, one thing I've realized, too, um, 
you know, if you hey, also let me say this, if you guys haven't checked out uh, my my dad and my dad just started a YouTube channel uh, last week, uh, just look him up, Joshua Atwell. Go look him up. Go subscribe. Go comment. Go show him some love because you know whenever you whenever God lays something on your heart to do. And you step out and do it and God shows up and God shows up. God is so good. And when he shows up, you get this, this feeling of, of, of fulfillment of, of purpose in your life that you were, you were spreading the good news. You were spreading the gospel. And there's just something about going out and, and, and stay, taking steps of faith, because I'll tell you right now, there's going to, if you, if you guys, I know um, those who have been sticking around, if you go back to my first episode, uh, my first episode was, let me tell you, it was a step of faith. And I know you guys may have heard me say it a couple times, right? Whenever right. I, when I first made that episode, my, I did that whole episode with my eyes closed and it was just, it was a beautiful experience. But uh, yeah, I guess uh, I'll ask you a question uh, too, Pastor Dave. Have you, what, what was um, like your first experience of, of maybe uh, of, of preaching a message or, or uh, some, some examples of steps of faith where you, you you had to truly rely on God to show up and, and give you the answer, and He showed up and, and and did above what you could have expected. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I look at it and being a young man, uh, feeling called, you know, to the ministry, um, doing things for God. You know, sometimes, uh, you know, your ambition maybe uh, gets in front of your knowledge sometimes, right? And uh, and so I remember the first time that I preached. Um, or tried to preach, <laughs> I guess, oh, okay. you know, uh, that was one of those things where it was like, you know, um, y- you know, it was amazing. I mean, I, I, God did give me some things in my heart to do and push forward through that. But, you know, the challenge of getting up in front of people. And I think that some of that challenge too, is, um, being confident in what God is giving you in your spirit, you know, and mm. in the world, you know, when you sit through classrooms and you have teachers and they're instructing you, uh, you know, there's a, a sense of, you know, authority with them, with their knowledge and what they have. And, and right, that is right. true because they're going to, they're going to teach you. Um, but then I, you know, when we're talking about spiritual things, Yes, you need to study to show yourself approved. Yes, you need to be in the word and you need to be learning those things and and reaching out and doing those things. But you also have to have confidence um, that when God has called you to do those things. So whether it's speaking or, you know, um, what we're doing right now, uh, those things that maybe take you out of your comfort zone, um, really depending on the Holy Spirit, right? Letting the Holy Spirit move through you. Um, and those things that you've learned, I, I think as a young man, I think sometimes I was intimidated about the fact of people knowing, you know, more than me, you know, and, uh, and yes, I completely understand. Right. And so here I'm here, I'm preaching, you know, uh, I'm like 18, 19 years old and I'm preaching in front of a church of, you know, people that have lived for God, you know, or been in church for, you know, 40, 20, 40 years or whatever. And so. Uh, you know, that um, kind of mindset of like, well, you know, what can I teach them new, right? And um, we know that the Bible says there's nothing new under the sun, right? But the the revelation of things that God can give us to speak to people, and I think that we have to have uh, that confidence in knowing that, you know, if we're, if we're sticking with the Word, right, if we're sticking with the Bible and what God has said, we're not adding to it, 
And then what God does with that knowledge that we have of the word, that it will just come his spirit and the anointing will come over us and can help us expand that word. And so, uh, you know, I take what Jesus does, right? When he spoke to the people in his day, he spoke to them as in parables. He didn't try to uh, get into deep philosophical you know, type of conversations with people, he was trying to make it very um, uh, to their day and how they lived and the things that they went through so that they could understand it. But, you know, the Holy Spirit moving through him, you know, gave it even that more powerful um, help to them. And so, so I think that uh, that that was probably uh, one of my biggest um, hurdles to get over, uh, was, you know, again, trusting in, in the knowledge that I was doing, reading the word, studying, listening to other preachers, right. Going into commentaries, finding history. But then the other thing is not letting the enemy distract me with, well, there's people that know more than you. Um, and, and there are, I mean, you know, we're not going to, uh, downplay that because there are, but that shouldn't hinder, um, the calling and what God has given those, especially young men and women that are feeling called to the ministry, um, you know, uh, and just letting the Holy Spirit just really fertilize and, and let that word grow inside of you and, and entrust in what God's given you. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's good. I know, um, if, if I'm being honest, I know the Holy Spirit, uh, God's been speaking to me too. Um, you know, um, to, to go off of that, I, I believe what, what a problem is with the churches nowadays is they're always trying to find something to teach somebody that they don't know. They're trying to get so deep. They're trying to speak of wisdom of this world. I remember reading and Paul was saying to, I believe the Corinthians uh, where he said, actually, I, he, he was saying that he wasn't even speaking of the wisdom of this world. He was uh, speaking. The only thing he made known to them was Jesus Christ crucified. Right. So I think what the problem is, 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 is there's not enough preaching about Jesus Christ being crucified because when you speak about jesus it lists his name up you just speak about jesus christ crucified right that's simply all we got to do and 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 teach and preach about because there's a lot of people who just honestly they 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 don't see through the blood they don't see through the blood and it's frustrating yeah well i think what happens is you know brandon sometimes uh again with us as humans right um, we're always looking for something new, right? Uh, the next best thing, right? And and I think what happens is even with our walk with God, um, there's still some of that element of flesh that comes in that's like, what's the next best thing in church, right? Uh, what's the next best thing? And, and the thing is, is that we're so trying to uh, maybe in some ways impress people or find the next uh, widget, you know, that's going to drive hundreds of people into your church, uh, the next program, the next, you know, whatever it is, right? When, like what you said, is that, you know, what we're called to do is to witness Jesus, right? We're called to help the lost to be saved. Beyond, you know, uh, beyond that is all bonus for us as Christians, right? I was, uh, talking with my wife last night and uh mm. well, we had some time of devotion and prayer and you know during this 21 day fast that we're doing right now and reading the new testament and uh it was just interesting to me that um you know sometimes we 
you know, I think we kind of get caught up in uh, sometimes the blessings of God, right? Um, you know, living for God, there are blessings. There are things that come from, you know, what we give and, you know, what we sacrifice and what we give to God with that. But, you know, I, and I was telling my wife, I said, you know, sometimes what's happening is people are chasing and in church, people are chasing blessings um, instead of just chasing after God. And because, you know, again, you know, what God has called us to do is to reach the lost, you know, to go out to the highways and the byways to preach his word, uh, to be that light, to shine that light. Um, and sometimes we're doing those things. Um, and I'm not saying everybody, right? So I'm not trying to generalize and say everybody falls in that. But I think it's a trap that we can fall into uh, sometimes as Christians that, you know, the things we're doing are for the blessings of God. Well, no, that shouldn't be what we're doing. We should be in a place where, you know, we're, we're in this to help others discover what we found in God. And what we found in God was the fact that he died on a cross, shed his blood for our sins, you know, that uh, he gave us the ability to um, have an opportunity, have eternal life with him, uh, right. And live a live a life of righteousness, um, and you know sometimes we think, well, that's too simple, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so we complicate it, right? And and it's just you know it it is that simple. That is what God did, and uh, and so I think again we try to find these widgets and gadgets to to make it you know pop, but you know what? Just the simple understanding of the truth of what Christ did for us. Uh, should be enough. Now that's that's good. That's good. So I know um, a lot of the listeners that listen to this podcast are very uh, young. Some of them probably still in high school. Some of them just graduated. Yeah. So what do you? What would be some advice to um, some people? And I and I know you you've given me some some amazing advice, right? You you you've been there for me through through uh, my fresh walk. Whenever I first started, right, pouring into me teaching me the gospel, right? So what is some advice that you would give to um, new believers who are getting out into the, getting out of high school or out of college, right? And, 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 and what do you think would, would help them just draw closer to the, to the presence of the Lord? Because what people need right now is a, is a relationship with right. Jesus Christ. This is yep, what absolutely. people, and in the spirit of man, there's something that, that it's in, a, this is in Ecclesiastes where every man yearns and, 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 and wants to search for something, right? So right. the spirit of man is meant to be with God. So what, what are some advice that, that you'd give to uh, people that are just simply needing a relationship with God because that's what the world needs? Yeah, uh, that is a great question. Um, so, you know, again, I, I don't, you know, and you know me long enough, Brandon, I'm not the person out here saying I know everything, right? Like right, I'm right. like, I got the answers, right? But some things that, that I feel that I believe that God has revealed to me just as a person um, and understanding the challenges. I know I'm a little far off now in life, but um, understanding some of those challenges of being a young man and young woman. Uh, let's listen to this podcast. Um, you know, I believe that uh, some things that God has given me to understand how I can live a stronger life for him. And, and the first is understanding um, that, things don't just happen by circumstance, right? Um, some the things just, you know, in this life, they just don't, just don't happen. 
you know, uh, we see in the Bible with, with God and his creation, like God is a God of order. He's not a God of chaos. And so, you know, sometimes we don't think it that way because things seem like it's chaos uh, or chaotic. Um, but uh, when we when we look at that, uh, so the first thing that God, I think, really put into me was choice. Mm. I have a choice in life. Um, either I can live for God or I don't have to live for God. And, and that is, you know, and that, and I think as young believers, I, I think that that's, that's something um, in your spirit that you have to come to a place where you make that choice, right? Not just, not just, you know, lackadaisical or just kind of off the cuff, you know, Oh, I feel God, I'm going to live for him. And then, you know, tomorrow you fall off the boat. Right. And you're like, ah, and the devil comes and like, Oh, I knew you couldn't do it. And you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I think there comes a place where it's just that hardcore. I choose God. Right. And then, and then from there, the steps that you take, and then the next thing I believe that God put into me, not only so I understand the, the decision of choice, because choice brings order, choice brings uh, things that will occur or happen to me in my life. And then the next thing is, okay, once I choose God, then the next thing is commitment. So how am I going to commit my life to God? What are the steps that I'm going to do, right? And so the, the things as a young man and young woman that you can easily do Right. And, and stepping forth in that commitment is committing to read God's word. Right. Mm-hmm. Whether right. it's whether if it's a few minutes, you know, every day, uh, you know, uh, you know, you take that, uh, you know, five to ten minutes or you choose to read a, a chapter a day, something to feed yourself. Right. Something to start Amen. pouring in, into yourself because you're, you're having, you know, let's just say you know, uh, 24 hours in a day, right. You're sleeping some of that time. So, you know, you're having 12 to 16 hours in a day, a whole bunch of other stuff being pounded into you, right. Uh, Of the world and work and school and all this stuff. And being a young believer, uh, you don't want to be overwhelmed, right. With the things of God, because there may be some understanding and some things, but, you know, making a commitment that, Hey, I am going to start letting God pour into my life Uh, a certain amount of time every day and increasing that. And then of course, the second piece of that is prayer. So reading the word and praying, you know, God, you know, when you read that word, then you pray, Lord, help me understand the word. Cause that's one of the biggest things I hear from young people today is like, well, I don't understand the Bible. I don't understand what it's trying to say to me. Right. I, it, it just seems so one, it seems so old or two, it just seems above me. Right. Um, but it's really not. And so when you ask the spirit, you know, when you're reading the word and you're praying and you ask the, ask God to help you interpret that into your heart, he's going to do that. And then, so I think mm-hmm. that that's the, and that's a, probably a whole lot of mouth full of words I just gave you, but oh, no, you're good. But I think that for young people, if you can understand, you have a choice. And when you make that choice, you need to be committed to it. Mm-hmm. And when, and when you do those two things, God will bring things to you. And you know what? And part of that choice is you could choose not to serve God, right? Because it says in the Bible, strictly, it says that somebody, you know, God's calling people to be either hot or to be cold. 
But if you're lukewarm, he says he's going to spew you out of his mouth. You know, that's an that's an action. So if you're if you're cold and you're not serving God, guess what? There's no action, right? There's just nothing. That's just the choice you made. And if you're hot for God and you're living your life for him, guess what? There's there, in, in a sense, there's nothing that God has to do in that situation because you made the choice and you're going to commit your life to that. But man, those that are like riding the fence, right? That are like, well, mm. today I'm going to be a Christian tomorrow. I'm not right. I'm going to do this today and tomorrow. I'm not God like in his word has a very uh, active position in that. And he says, if you are lukewarm, I am going to spew you out of my mouth. And that's just not mean that it's kind of going to trickle out of my mouth or, you know, no, that means violently forcing and pushing out, right? Mm -hmm. Like there is going to be a significant understanding that because you've not made a choice and you've not made a commitment, I'm actively going to demonstrate how I'm going to get rid of you. And I know we kind of talked a little bit about, uh, talking um, here in Romans uh, chapter one verse eighteen about unrighteousness, and we and we kind of see that in the in the scripture uh, when we're talking about unrighteousness. It says God will hand them over to it, right? And and so people that are in that kind of lukewarm position, God will hand them over to unrighteousness. And so then we have you know we people that are you know in the middle, right in the fence, you know neither hot nor cold, and they're and they're in this kind of up and down relationship with God. Sometimes, you know, they're asking the questions, well, why are these things happening to me? Why am I so tempted by these things? Why, you know, why does it always seem I'm struggling? Well, maybe because you've not really made the choice to live for God and and decided to make a commitment and you're falling into this lukewarm place. You are going to be in a place of challenge. You are going to be in a place of, you know, um, kind of confusion about, well, why do all these temptations come to me? Why am I always feel like I'm, you know, always failing? Why do I, why can't I always, well, because you've not made that choice and you've not made that commitment really to live for God because your actions are really going to determine um, those outcomes for you. Mm, That's good. I know, um, you know, just to add off a little bit uh, to what you're saying about how uh, God wishes you were hot or cold, right? This is something that the Holy Spirit just uh, kind of spoke to me about, and and uh, it came pretty clear. You know, Revelations three sixteen, another translation says that God will vomit uh, mm-hmm. you out of His mouth, right? Yeah. I don't want to be vomited out of the Lord's mouth. So what the Lord no. just showed me is the reason <laughs> the Lord will vomit the lukewarm out of their mouth because think about it: if you go up to a non-believer and you're sharing the gospel, you'll notice that a lot of people are like. I don't, I don't, you know, they have a bad image on church. They got a bad right. image on people of God. They're like, man, look at this Christian doing all this. And that. this is the reason why God is going to vomit them out of their mouth because they want to live how they want to live. And it gives a bad image to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. If we do anything, it needs to lift his name up. You know, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes that you can tell a fool just by how he's walking down the street. And yeah. so we need to, we need to, we need to do everything that we can to bring honor and glory to the father. Because if you're living your own way and people look at you and be like, that's not a man of God, there's no godliness in him. God is going to vomit. Look, and to me, I believe right now, this year, what's going on is a lot of people are being tested. God is testing those that are truly his. God is 
is dwindling down and he is seeing who is his because God's going to do some mighty things. God is going to bless his children. God is going to take them to a whole nother level. I'll tell you right now, it's only been two weeks in this new year and God has already took me to another level. Praise God. Yeah, God man. is already preparing me for what he's got called on my life. And I know that God is preparing you too, because when you take steps of faith, and you are obedient and you are on fire for God, he's going to lift you up because he knows that you are going to give him the glory. But those who are lukewarm, those who are scared of a, of a virus, those who are, are, don't go to church, those who say they know God, you know, actually in the day of judgment, God will say, depart from me. I never knew you. So we right. got to know God. We got to have a relationship with God. And I know earlier you were saying the importance of the word. A lot of people feel like they don't have direction. A lot of people feel like they don't, they, they can't see the reason why is because they're not in the word. In Psalms 119, 105, it says that your word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. When you're in the word of God, it just, it, 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 it's just, it's beautiful how bright your path is, how clear the path is. You will not fall. You will not stumble because you are in the word and, 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 and it will correct you. But uh, another question that I have for you, what do you see? Um, what is your vision that you believe God is 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 doing this year and what God is doing with his children this year? Yeah, so, um, you know, I really believe that uh, that God is putting people in a place today. You know, I, I was reading, uh, and you see it through the Bible, this word remnant, right? That mm. there's a remnant that's left. And so... I believe that God is actually in the, in the place of this year, separating those that are truly seeking after him. Um, and, and that there are going to be a remnant of people that are going to stand for what the word of God says, that's going to stand for righteousness. That's going to stand for holiness. That's going to understand what it means uh, that this world is not our home. It's just a temporary place. We're just passing through. And, and so, you know, looking at those things, uh, you know, we had mentioned Romans 18, talking about unrighteousness and things with that. Um, I think that uh, we as a church whole, uh, and I preached about this several months ago, have let the culture of the world dictate the culture of the church. And so there's things that, that uh, we as the church have allowed to come into the church that has... Mm -hmm. um, in some ways made those of the world feel more comfortable coming to church, right. And being part of God's people. But the, the, the problem that has occurred through that is, is that there has not been the call to be different, to become truly, um, that new creature that God has, uh, designed for us to be. And so I believe coming into this new year, what we're going to find is we're going to find those um, in, in all levels of their relationship with God, um, a real sincerity in their hearts mm. to really know God in a way that they've not ever known him before. Really, really letting the power of God um, change to make new, to make whole, uh, restoration in those that, um, even in those that have lived in a sense, live a life for God that we talk about, but still have not really known his authority and power in his life. Right. Um, we live in a culture today, you know, we see in the Bible where people are calling evil good and good evil. 
Yeah. And yeah. so and so because of that, we have to have a uh, a group of people that are going to step outside of that and be able to speak truth not be afraid of the consequences that are going to occur from it. Cause we see that with Paul in his time, you know, Paul, you know, he spoke the word and he spoke it with boldness, but there, there, there did come persecution to him because of that. And so we can't be afraid of what may come from us speaking the truth of God. Now that doesn't give us the, the authority or license not to speak it in love. Right. Um, and, and we can't be confused about because uh, there's you know, there was a, a real popularity in the fact, well, we just love everybody and we accept them as they are. Well, uh, we can't be that way either. But we have to if we truly love people, if we truly desire people to understand God, we have to be able to call sin, sin. Right. And 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 be able to live in that path and not have fear of when we say, you know, certain things like. God made man as man and woman as woman. And we clearly see that in the Bible. Like, right, we can't be afraid to step away from those things. But how we do say them, right? And, and, and you know, when Jesus was talking to the people, when you saw Jesus get angry, right, or, you know, speak with like, um, he always spoke with authority. But, you know, there's always that authority of like, I'm disappointed in you, right? You know, calling uh, the Sadducees and the Pharisees and these religious leaders, hypocrites, right? And you see that in his conversations, like den of thieves, you hypocrites, right? In their conversation, those were relig re the religious people that he was talking to. But when he was talking to those that were outside of that, he still spoke truth, but through that truth, he still spoke love. And because he spoke love in that truth, it pierced the darkness of their hearts and it helped them get to a place to realize there needs to be change. And so I think, you know, in this new year, we have to be strong. We have to understand who we are in God. We have to understand um, who God is in us, right? And we also need to understand God's authority. Uh, you know, again, I, I related this back to Romans when we were reading through some of the scripture is that what happened in this time, especially getting into that Romans 18 uh, man was trying to make God equal to himself, right? And so because of that, trying to lesser the, the authority of God and, and then started really worshiping, you know, the creatures of the earth, uh, you know, pride of life came in and all these different types of things. And so that's why God released them into unrighteousness, right? Into those things because they, they, they did not profess the authority of God and who he was supposed to be. And so you found religious people, right? Even people that profess the word of God um, to fall into these things of unrighteousness. And then they started blending things of God with things of unrighteousness, which polluted, uh, you know, the, the testimony. And so, which makes, which makes harder for you and I as Christians that love God that want to see people, you know, saved and, and see a difference in their lives, because it's hard to go to somebody that that is living in sin and challenged with things of sin in their life. And here I come to them and I'm living the exact same way they are and doing the exact same things they're doing. But the one thing that I'm doing that they're not is I'm professing Christ in my life. And I'm mm. telling them, hey, you need Jesus in your life. But then they're looking at my life and they're saying, well, my life is just like yours. Why do I need Christ? There's nothing different. There's nothing, anything about you other than the profession of your faith for Christ. Uh. So why do, why do I need that? And so, so what happens is, is that um, 
that is a, a blending of the mindset of the pride of life and the consumption of God in your life. And so there's, there, you know, people in the world and people in this world are not stupid, right? They can see things, right? They can tell, are you really different or not? Right. And so your mouth may confess a whole lot of things, but your actions are the loudest speaking part of who you are. And so you could talk all about living your life for God and loving God and doing these things. But if your actions aren't proclaiming those same things, people of the world are going to see those and they're not going to be convinced that living a life for God is really the thing that needs to be done. If your life looks nothing different. And so we have to stop justifying and let, again, let the culture of this world dictate who we are as a church, right. And how we should act. We should be separated. Right. There should be a separation in us uh, from the ways that we live day to day, from the, our actions to our priorities. Right. Um, if we as Christians are professing all these things of the world and, you know, uh, all this stuff that's happening, um, that's wrong. We need to start professing the things of, of God and the things that God is finding in this life. Right. Our priorities should change and the word of God really be what should be the priority in our lives. Right. And so, so I think sometimes we, in this new year, we're going to have to take an account for, okay, so what are we professing? Like if you go back to your, so, you know, I know our uh, young adults and stuff, they love their social media, right? I don't even, uh, what TikTok and Instagram and what uh, all that Snapchat, who knows what's all else out there, but you know what, go back, look at your posts, really evaluate, what are you professing as a young person, mm. right? If you were to, if you were to really be honest, like, you know, like to, to take, you know, and, and it is for everybody, just not young people, but everybody, right? If you were to really go back and look at the things that you're professing in your life, what are you professing? Would people see God that like a real genuine love for God of the things that you're professing in your life, right? Is that what people are are they going to, are you just seeing the pride of life? You know, are you just seeing things that make you feel good? Are you just seeing things that are right, that are, that are uh, obtaining to the flesh? And, and if that's the case, there's still hope, you know, you know, you, there's still a way that you can turn around, but I think we, we have to have realistic um, ways to evaluate. Okay. Am I really professing God in my life? Hmm. That's good. I know um, I got a little testimony uh, to kind of help go along with that. I know uh, about a year and a half, two years ago, I went to go post something on Instagram. And and I, I felt as if, you know, I didn't really need to post it. I shouldn't have posted it. But I was like, you know what, I'm gonna post it. And as I posted it, I don't know, it was what maybe me at the gym or something. And I posted it. And, and, and in my spirit, before I was going to bed, right, because I posted it right before I went to bed, I was laying there. I was just laying there and and for some reason I just felt I didn't feel comfort. I didn't feel comfort and I just kept thinking about that post. I was like, should I delete it? Should I delete it? Should I take it down? Right. And right. And, and I couldn't and 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 I literally I couldn't go to bed because that's all I kept thinking about. And so yep. what did I do? I was like, all right, I delete it. Boom. As soon as I deleted it, I felt comfort. I felt comfort and 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 I, I got to go to bed. But but the point is is that we need to watch what we post. And I completely agree. We need to watch what we're professing. It doesn't matter what you do. We need to, we need to do it the best that we can to give God glory. 
And I believe that this year, that that as you as a you know you your belief of this year and my belief are very similar. Like I believe that this year, God is going to bless those who who want Him, those who yeah. live for Him, those who are live godly lives. What godly what godliness basically means is, is being like a devout Christian, right? Just when people look at you, do they see a Christian? And so I just believe that that this year is going to be supernatural increase. Um, we need to live our lives for God. We need to watch what we post because there's a lot of social media and, and, and they care about what people think about them. Right. Yeah. I know, I know that's a very, yeah, there's, there's definitely um, a lot of struggle going on to me. I believe that we, the world's only going to get worse. If, if you want my opinion, God's coming back soon and Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So well, people if you read, think, if you, yeah, if you read the Bible, that's what it says, right? I yeah. Mean, there's, there's no, there's no hiding it. Yeah, definitely none. And 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 I I I strongly believe in my spirit that that the world's only going to get worse. Why do you think? Um, yeah, I know over here in Delaware, um, we got to wear a mask again. They're splitting up work shifts, so uh, working four days on, three days off because they don't want us to enter intertwine with people, right? So they split our shifts. It's called pods. So I work with this group of people, and we don't switch, and we all have the same weekends, the same days off because look. We, we thought we thought the sickness was going away, right? We thought the virus was going away. And now, look, there's a whole nother wave that's somewhat worse than the other one, right? To me, it's just going to get worse. The yeah. world's only going to get more dark, but the darker the world gets, the brighter the children of God are going to shine. So Absolutely. Yeah. God, yeah, God's got God's got plans for his children. God's got well, plans that, for his children. Yeah, and I agree. And I think that's where we can't be deceived, right? I think that, that um, you know, we, we've got to be careful of, uh, you know, the blindfold being pulled over our eyes as Christians, mm. you know, we can't, we can't uh, not disclaim that there's things that are happening, right? We can't be blind to that. There are things that are happening. There are things that are affecting people's lives. But in the same piece of that, though, uh, you know, we can't be blind to the, the, the miraculous things that God can do either, you know? And so, you know, God is a healing God, right? He is, uh, you know, he is somebody that can touch. He's still active and moves in our lives. So, you know, again, we can't let fear blind us um, on both sides. We can't be f afraid of what the enemy is trying to do to divide us. And that causes us to hunker down and not do anything. But then also, you know, we can't be in, in the same uh, place with uh, the things of God where we're just oblivious to things that are happening also. Right. And so, you know, we've got to be really um, alert, you know, we, we can't, uh, you know, uh, again, reading through the new Testament and we see the, the, you know, Jesus takes, uh, some of the apostles up with him when he goes up to pray and he said, y'all stay awake, be alert. Right. And here he comes back and they're sleeping and like, Oh, we're so tired. And he's like, okay. You know, and they goes back and they fall asleep again. Right. And it's mm -hmm. like, you know, so, uh, you know, there's a story to that, you know, there, there's an understanding why that's in the Bible, because, God's people cannot be asleep during this time, right? We cannot be, you know, uh, you know, uh, lulled to sleep in a situation where we're ignoring the things that are happening because there is still a lost and dying world. I was thinking the other, the other day, Brandon, you know, working in a secular job with people and things. I remember as a, a young man working, uh, people would find out that I'm a Christian or that I ministered the word. Right. And so when they would find those things out and they would, you know, 
cuss in front of me or do something, you know, they all, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm so, you know, they're all of a sudden they're all like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, what's kind of interesting to me is that in today's world, you know, let's say 20 years removed from that to where I'm at today, there's young people today that don't even think twice of thinking, well, he's a minister and my actions in front of him deserve an apology or, you know, forgiveness. And so, so to me, again, um, they don't need to apologize. They need to apologize to God, of course. Right. But, but, you know, the thing that, that shows me is that we are living in a generation of people that don't, and just in general, understand morals of just of the sense of, you know, what the world would say, a sense of being good without God, right? That we, but we know there is no good without God, but just the kind of a general sense of the world, what they de- deem what's good or bad, they're not even seeing that. And so there is such a, um, I feel such a, an urgency to reach the loss today more than ever, because mm. we've, we've had a culture of, again, a culture of the world dictating what the church does. And we've had, um, you know, parents and grandparents that have fallen asleep at the wheel uh, for their children and their grandchildren and their great grandchildren. Right. Uh, because we've, we've been asleep. And, uh, and so such more of a, uh, a reasoning why there needs to be an awakening this year. There needs to be a remnant of those that are coming out of that and seeing the desperation for those that are lost, those that um, don't even have a sense of God in their life. Um, and, and we need to be the ones that do it the right way too, because there have been, the, there has been the wrong way how we reach people and how we do things, right? If we're only trying to scare people and do it with fear to serve God, that's, you know, I, I live for God because I love God. Right. I, I fear him out of authority, but I love him. And because I love him, that's the reason why I do things to me. You know, people talk about it. You know, if you're looking at it from a world's eye view of not doing certain things, people are like, Oh, it's such a sacrifice that you do that. Well, to me, it's not a sacrifice in some ways when you love somebody, right? I do this because I, I, I love God. I live this life because I love God and because I love him. And this is, he's called me into righteousness. Um, I don't feel it's a sacrifice, you know, and, uh, uh, but the world sees it as a sacrifice per se. Um, but I'm just like, you know what? I do this because I love God. <laughs> not because I, I, I fear hell or, you know, those type of things. I, I, I live for God because of the, the promise of eternal life with him someday. And, mm-hmm. and the fact of that, so, so I, you know, again, how we address that to people and how we love people and how we show them the change um, is going to be so important going into this year. No, that's, that's, that's very good. I know, um, you know, as you were saying that, uh, you know, I, you, you were saying that, um, you 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 serve God because you love him right you love him you love same with me right i love god i want to do everything i can to to spread his goodness because i love him i know that he has been on my life he has given me love that no relationship no family member like just just being honest here god has loved me more than anybody anything else in this world can ever show love and affection and the yeah. fact that i am willing to spread and and serve him he sees that. And so what I've realized is God knows 
who would who's going to love him. God knows who's going to share his glory. God knows. So I, I believe that if we go out, we do our job, we share God's grace, we share God's love, we witness Jesus Christ. God is going to speak to people. You know, we're going to realize that there are people out there that when you talk to people, there are hungry people out there. There are hungry people out there. And when you give them the good news, they come back for more. They come back for more because they're hungry for God, right? Yeah, but then, there, then again, there will be people who just completely brush off what you're saying. What the Bible says is the dust of, to, to brush the dust off your feet and move on to the next one, move yep. on to the next house. So we need to go and do our job. And, and there are people out there. The Bible says that God searches the hearts for those who are willing to diligently seek him, right? So you diligently seek the Lord. And especially in these end times, especially in how dark this world is, um, God's grace is going to abound. God's grace is going to be poured out. His, he's, he is pouring out his spirit right now. God is coming back soon. Jesus Christ is coming back soon. So the bride needs to be ready. We need to be ready. And, and we just need to love God and share his love. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think um, I'm going to add a scripture here, and I know we're getting close to time here. But it was just interesting us talking about this in Proverbs chapter 10, verses 6 and 7, 11 and 25. It, it says here, it says, blessings are on the head of the righteous, but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. Then it goes into verse 11. The mouth of the righteous is a well of life, mm. but violence covers the mouth of the wicked. And then verse 25, when the whirlwind passes by, the wicked is no more, but the righteous has an everlasting foundation. And uh, that, that last verse, when the whirlwind passes by and the, vic and, the, and the wicked is no more, but the righteous has an everlasting foundation. You know, when we look at this world and all these things that are trying to divide, destroy, you know, uh, kind of push down. Uh, like I said, you know, where they're saying, you know, evil things are good and good things are evil. All this kind of stuff, when we live for God, when we push our life to be righteous and in his sights, right? And not for man, but for God, there is going to be an everlasting foundation. So when these wicked winds come and these things like, you know, uh, you know, talks about revelations, you know, wars and rumors of wars. And, you know, we're living in disease and pestilence and these type of things that are going on. Those that are living a life that are righteous to God will have an everlasting foundation. And, uh, and that, that is a hope that we have that those, you know, when we talked earlier about young people and about, you know, what you can do about making a choice and being committed, when you make that choice to be righteous, when you make that uh, commitment to be righteous, and when all these kind of storms and all these rumors and all these things that come that try to knock you off your foundation, if you're living that life of righteousness, you will be strong. You will be able to hold on. You will have confidence in the things that God has for you. Um, and there will be blessings in your life. And people will look at you and they'll be like, man, everybody else is like losing their job or, you know, they can't find a job or, you know, all this kind of stuff. You know, uh, God is going to bless you and he will raise you up in those times. And people are going to come and they're going to wonder why you somebody that maybe the world determines that you don't deserve that, or you're not qualified for that, or, you know, all these kind of other things they may think about it, that God is lifting you up. He's putting you in places of high places to be in places of where your light can shine because God is looking for a beacon in this world, a lighthouse in this world to let his light shine through them. 
And those that are living in righteousness and made that choice and have been committed Mm -hmm. to that, God is going to elevate you in these times of darkness and not to elevate you to, you know, again, to, for your own personal, you know, uh, you know, doing, he's going to elevate you because people are going to say, how did that person get there? And the words that are going to come from your mouth is because my God is greater than these things that are in this world. And And it is a testimony to God. And so as young people also, we have to get to this place where we have to be able to speak the words of God from our mouth, writing down the blessings that God has given so that we can be a testimony to what things have done in a very dark world in a very dark place, because you have peers that are looking at you that are wondering how is he or she being blessed in such a, a crazy, because the world sees Today's a crazy time. And the difference between you and them is that they're going to be knocked off their pedestal because they cannot withstand the whirlwind that's happening. But you will be able to because you made that choice and you made that commitment to live for God. And yes, it may be gradual and there may be steps that you have to take. But every time you make that choice and every time you make that commitment to live for God and to be righteous for him, he will elevate you to where you need to be to be a witness for him. Mm, that's yes yeah, that's, that's good yeah god is good and, and i know god is lifting up his children he's lifting he's lifting them up he's lifting them up praise god lifting up the name of jesus but uh, man it's crazy 48 minutes already yeah we've been yeah we've <laughs> well been and i and i, I want to give i want to give a little bit more kudos to you brandon and you know what i've just believed this year that God is going to expand your ministry. I believe he's going to expand your voice for young people in this world to be, to be a light to them. Um, you know, if, and, and you may go into more detail later in, in, in more of your podcasts, but if people only really knew where you came from mm. and the things that you, um, the adversities that the enemy has come to snuff you out, and I believe that I believe the enemy had tried to snuff you out in, in many different ways. Um, and, uh, but that just the power mm-hmm. of God was able to come over you, uh, to bring people into your life. I, I counted a privilege to, um, be able to know you and uh, be able to speak into your life. Um, but, uh, you know, if people only knew, uh, cause sometimes, you know, when people hear these podcasts and they, they, they are, Oh man, he, he's got it all together, right? Things right. in life for him must've been perfect, right? All these kind of, well, uh, I, I can be a testimony of just knowing a little bit of your history that no, that is not the case here. And, uh, and, and so I listening to, uh, what God is speaking in your heart and, uh, being able to speak to a generation, um, and doing the things where can change, uh, people's life for eternity. So, Thank you for that. Thank you for stepping into what God's calling you to do. Uh, thank. I felt the I felt the Holy Ghost on that. I appreciate. It. I really do. That's God is good. Um, God is good. Um, do you mind going ahead and uh, you can go ahead and uh, pray us out of this if you if you'd like. Just pray protection and anointing over uh, the listeners and and things things like that. Yeah, absolutely. So, Lord, we just thank you today, God. We thank you for. Uh, the strength that you're you're giving in our hearts and our minds today. We thank you for this opportunity um, in this podcast to speak to those that are uh, have made those choices and commitments to live for you. And God, maybe some of those that are out there that uh, aren't really for sure um, in their 
in their walk with you? And have they really made that commitment? Have they really made that choice to, to serve you? And Lord, I just ask that you speak to them. Uh, God, that uh, you just start showing them your love and your kindness, your mercy and grace that you have uh, shown us. And God, that there is truly a place of uh, satisfaction of when we make that choice to start living for you. Uh, when we start putting the things of the flesh away and we start uh, living a, a life of, of holiness and righteousness, God, and we, we start calling upon you and letting you lead us in our lives. I ask that if there's uh, young men and women out there that are um, in that mindset of trying to make that decision to live for you, Lord God, of understanding what you did on the cross for them and the blood that you shed uh, for salvation for them, Lord, that they would turn and they would come to you, Lord God, Lord, that there would be a heart of repentance of the things that they've done in the past and a newness in, in your spirit that would come into them, Lord God. Lord, we just thank you for your word. We thank you for the encouraging uh the words that you've given us that we can live by. And God, I ask that you just have many blessings upon Brandon and this podcast and, and the, the, the hundreds of thousands of maybe even millions of people um, one day that he will be speaking to Lord God and that uh, your word would just be, uh, you know, power that as it comes out of his mouth to help change the life of others that listen to this and to help strengthen those that are looking for strength to walk in this life with you. God, we love you and we thank you. And we just honor and cherish your holy name. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, I just want to thank you again, Pastor Dave, for getting on here. And I definitely 100% look forward to having you on here again. And um, you just, you have a blessed day, a blessed week, a blessed year in Jesus' name. <laughs> Absolutely. You too, Brandon. We love you, buddy. Man, I really, really appreciate Pastor Dave. Um, I strongly encourage you guys to go check out uh, Abundant Life. Um, it's uh, in front of Sam's Club. It's in Ontario. So if you guys are in Ohio, I strongly encourage you guys to go check it out. Amazing man of God. He will um, speak wisdom and, and pour into you guys. And um, it's important that, that we hear a real man of God's voice, especially in these uh, in this world right now. So uh, I strongly encourage you guys to go check that out. Amazing man. It's where my family goes. Um, uh, but yeah, it's where it's where I went back when I was over there. And Pastor Dave is an amazing man, amazing man of God. But I really appreciate having him on here. And uh, like I said at the beginning of this, if you guys like this uh, episode, um, let me know. Uh, feedback, please. Um, and if you want to have a conversation, let me know, and we can get on and we can talk. Um, I love doing. I love this episode. I, I realized that um, it it was it was an amazing opportunity to get on and, and talk with Pastor Dave. It was an honor. Um, but yeah, so if, uh, if you guys feel led to give, you can give on cash at PayPal Venmo, B L a give, uh, hit me up on Instagram, Brandon underscore Lee underscore Atwell, um, and have a blessed, blessed week in Jesus name.